Water is my eye, most fateful mirror, fearless on my breath. Teardrop on the fire of a confession, fearless on my breath. Most fateful mirror, fearless on my breath. Teardrop on the fire, fearless on my breath. It's tumbling down. It's tumbling down. Hey. Hola. Welcome to Dead Scene Kids. My name is Hunter Camp. With me is my best friend in the world who <laughs> is Alden Kirkland. And I am... Shit, who am I going about today? I don't know. Is it something to do with the actual episode? Because we have a theme Pro- in this episode. We do have a theme. We're starting episode. a thing. Uh, um, I, I'm... I'm Whitney Houston. I'll be okay, Whitney Houston. That's fine. Which version of Whitney Houston? Um, <laughs> just the just figuring con, out the Shaka Khan. The Shaka Khan version. <laughs> um, I am um, I'm every woman version. Okay, so the Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan version. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or or are, um, are you the Dolly Parton version? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dolly. Oh, Whitney. Or um, oh, Shaka. What is uh um? I'm your baby tonight. Okay, that's nice. Yeah. You're welcome. X-Men. Um, so, so, well, let's, let's, let's do a couple of things real quick. Okay. okay? So, uh, th- this, this could either go to the, the, this will go now. Um, this will go now. Instead of the end of the episode, which I, it's kind of like a, hey, I've been listening to this, but oh, it's not necessarily. Okay. Um, this is, I saw, so I, I follow the band Silent Rival on Instagram. Oh, okay. Um, they opened for Black Audio when I went to go see them in D.C. Great experience, by the way. Um, they were really interesting. And a friend of the podcast, uh, Gina, uh, was at that show. And oh, fun. Yeah, absolutely. It was a good time. Um, and she pointed out, I think she like texted me or sent me a message during the set and was like, that's Ted Mosby. So like one of the guys <laughs> in the band looked exactly like Ted Mosby from Bob <laughs> Your Mother. And I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> so anyway... Um, they posted a uh, thing from Alternative Press or Alt Press or whatever they call themselves these days. AP. AP. Well, not not Associated Press, but the Alternative. Yeah. Associated. Whatever. Oh. Um, and it was AP like, what, what what kind of goth are you? And oh, for God. Silent Rival, it was, um, like hippie goth. And then I got like punk goth because of course, of course, what else would I get? What else would I get? Anyway, that was a fun thing. So if you want to go to, I definitely want to do that and do what kind of goth are you? You can do that. But when I was on there, it was like, what, like upcoming punk bands that are doing fucking awesome shit or whatever. Right. And I was like, Hmm, okay, well this could be something for the podcast. And also I like punk rock. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I went and read through it, and I was actually really, really impressed with like the choices they had. Okay, um, I was not familiar with any of them. Uh, I feel bad that I wasn't, but I was like, I'll probably see like Destroy Boys or like the like Grumpster or whatever like that. And of course, I didn't because those were like uh, those are more popular, so like more people know about them. So this is like less less known stuff. Which okay, is so um, I want to go through some of the bands that I ended up liking a lot. Um, and there's some really great stuff on here, and I've got kicked off into this whole thing. I have not listened to this band yet, but we, I feel like we will like them. But they're called the Randells, which I was like, that's perfect. Um, um, I want to say like the oozes was good. There's a band called Pleasure Venom, which was fantastic. I love that name. Yeah, yeah, that's and a good name. This is the this is the singer for Pleasure Venom. 
Just looks totally badass. Absolutely. Yeah, they sound great too. Um, there's some other bands that like I don't really I didn't like as much, but Dollskin was awesome. That's a gross name. It, it's a great name. And then Pink Shift was also like a great band out of there. So uh, there's like a couple of bands in there that I really really liked. Um, specifically, uh, one of my favorite songs. Uh, two, well, actually, so like one of my favorite songs of all time is the song that we we, we did for the lyrics today, mm-hmm. and I chose the Apple Music lyrics because they made way more sense than the Genius lyrics, which we typically go through Genius and use that. Yeah, we were talking we were talking about yeah. that right before, yeah. and it was it was it's weird. That it doesn't make any sense why Apple Music would be better. Apple Music is usually wrong. It's usually wrong, and I'm not <laughs> saying it wasn't wrong. Um, cause it very well could be, <laughs> it could be. Uh, but that's not the point. It sounded better and it made way more sense in the context <laughs> of the song. Um, but they, I, I stumbled upon through going through the alternative press like article, um, this album called songs that saved my life volume two. Oh yeah. And are you familiar with these things? Uh huh. Okay. So like, uh, it was really cool, but they had a Dollskin song on there and yeah. it's like covers of like of songs. songs. Yeah. And they did shake it out by Florence and the machine. And like, I like there's very few songs that I will immediately start to like tear up in, like during the first lyrics of the song. Oh yeah. Um, shake it up is one of shake them. it out is w- absolutely one of them because it's like instantly like those first lyrics. I'm just like, Oh fuck me. I am not going to make it through this with uh, with dry eyes. So yeah, uh, and then the, their cover of it was great. It was different. It's more a punk version of the song, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, but it was really really good. So if you want to check out some more of those bands, please go to uh, Alternative Press page or whatever the fuck they have. Yeah, and go listen to those songs because they're great. Yeah, that uh, the songs that saved my life. It was literally the last like group of CDs that Hot Topic sold. Oh, that's cool. Cool. Yeah, well, that was. Pro- I'm assuming that was Volume One or something because there's no way because this band is like from like last year. No, Volume Volume Two is the last one. That well, came this out. like so. Here's the thing: it came out that. recently. Yeah, not this one came ago. out in 2019. Yeah, it's yeah. not too long ago. Yeah, um, but it's good. I mean, there's there's Disarmed by Silverstein on there. Um, it was also on there's record. A, there's a Mayday Parade song. I don't know if y'all like that. Some people like the red jumpsuit apparatus. <laughs> oh, I, I don't give a fuck band. about them. Oh, um, fuck a lot of stuff that, that I don't I don't feel strongly for. Yeah, we'll talk about that later, I guess. Um, but I thought it was really cool. Um, that was my first exposure to those bands. I've got other stuff to talk about, like as far as like what we've been listening to. But yeah. I wanted to like kind of bring a spotlight to that because it's nice, nice, yeah. little, nice little experience. So yeah. little experience, little guys, like it, little little dudes. Um, so um, another thing that I've been listening to is uh, leading into what our topic is, and so I wanted to preface this, or as people that don't know how to pronounce this say preface this <laughs> who says that I've a lot of people say preface um so i want to preface this by saying that uh there are both blank spots for us right so like there's there's definitely phases of music or bands that we have never listened to mm-hmm. um that maybe one of the other uh people on this podcast which alden or myself uh, have a strong sense in and i'm not even saying that like we're experts on whatever those bands or or songs or uh, genres or whatever are we just have more than the other person than the other person yeah so like there's going to be stuff that we really love that the other person may not be as well versed in as we are right? right so um what we kind of like determined here was hey let's take an idea or uh like a group of songs or a band or like a genre or whatever and say hey i'm gonna make you a playlist i want you to listen to it and then what the podcast will be is like our thoughts on it so like i know that alden you haven't really listened to like the smiths a lot or like morrissey so like 
future episode could be like Morrissey and the Smiths and Alden's interpretation and his thoughts on yeah. that, right? So I, I'm sure that I have a lot of stuff too because like I've have huge gaps in a lot of music. Um, so but this week I wanted to kind of talk about a genre to me that like was and still is something that I constantly go back to and it's so random and it's like how I stumbled upon this music or whatever. I'm not saying they weren't popular artists or good or whatever, mm-hmm. um, but it's trip hop. So uh, like the topic for this week's episode is like trip hop and like how Alden feels about it because I made him a playlist of a bunch of trip hop songs and want his, you know, his feelings on it. Um, I want to kind of go over a couple of things. My uh, initial um, introduction Two trip hop was through Portishead, and I'm a huge Portishead fan now. Like I love them. I just bought like two more of the records. Like uh, I don't know if they've been repressed or if it's just that like they're easier to get now because like the first wave of people bought them and yeah. now it's easier to get. But um, the their live album, which two of those songs are on this playlist that I let you listen or that I, that I sent you, they're live. Yeah, two of the ones are live. Oh, sick. Yeah, the last two on there, like the last two Portishead songs are, are live songs, and like the per. The whole album is just a fucking experience, and so like if you have not listened to it, like I know, I I know you well enough, Alden, that I feel like you're gonna like Portishead, and you're gonna want to listen to more. There's only three albums plus the live album, yeah. So but like you need to hear the live album because it's like there is a DJ, but it's also like a symphony there. Mm-hmm. It's fucking cool. And there's, uh, they actually did uh, like a DVD release for it. So like the live version of it is fucking awesome. And Beth Gibbons, the singer, is like enigmatic on it. But like, wow, like she's just like is up there like smoking a cigarette, just like withdrawn and just will like step up to the microphone and just like be completely beautiful. Um, so like Florence. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, honestly, honestly, <laughs> yeah, a, lot, a lot of a lot I wasn't of, joking. I was no, very no, no, serious. Yeah, yeah. A lot of Florence and the Machine, I like I absolutely think is is because of Portishead. So, yeah. Um, I'm going to get to kind of where trip hop lives and like what, where it started and like, if there's going to be like, I don't know if there's, I know that there's people now that do trip hop, but I don't know how good it is. Cause I'm really looked into it. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of, I don't want to say this, but it's almost like a dead genre of music. Um, and really like the strong, like output of it was between like 1994 and like 2000 or 98 or something mm. like that. Right. Um, it's a really, really weird kind of music that takes a lot of influence from like singer songwriter and goth uh like artist from like England so you've got like and you've got yeah it's definitely got an English vibe yeah you've got influence from um from the Smiths and from like that kind of stuff in the cure and all that um and like Bauhaus and uh I want to like <coughs> like the Cocteau Quint twins um everything but the girl like all of those like kind of weird groups that are like were in that era. Yeah. Um all are kind of like involved in this. So I was introduced to Portishead the same way that I was introduced to H2O, which is gonna be real weird. <laughs> there was a show on MTV in like the mid nineties that was called Twelve Angry Viewers. Okay. And they would take twelve random fucking people and have them come on and choose a video. So there was a movie in like a book, I think called uh, 12 angry men. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was about a jury, right? So like the idea was they took these 12 people, um, and the, the group would kind of determine how they felt about the, uh, like the video that they chose. Mm -hmm. So one of them, I want to say 
it was five year plan by H2O and like the guy had on an H2O hoodie and it was so funny because he looked like a fucking random corn guy <laughs> he had like he had like big jeans and uh like he had jinkos on he, I, they were probably jinkos and then like white dreadlocks like it was just like oh, white no. dude. but it was it was the 90s it was a different time so it's not a, it wasn't as like hey this person's a piece of shit now um <laughs> as much as it was like hey that guy is kind of cool because like this is what this is what that was um so they like it was five year plan by H2O that he chose like one. They, they had him for the week. Right. Yeah. And then I think the other one was like Mr. Ons. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly or not because that beats me um, or Cowboys from Portishead. And mm-hmm. it was like this really fucking weird video where like Beth Gibbons is like floating in the room and like that's the video. And it's just like all fucking strange. Yeah. Because trip hop is really strange. Again, it takes this like kind of goth style of music and mixes it with hip hop which is great. And you wouldn't think that that's a thing, but it absolutely is a thing. Um, really popular in England because it, it really takes an essence of what England sounds it like. It definitely has an English yeah. to it. And then goes into, um, you know, just weirdness. Yeah. Right? Um, the other thing that is just kind of a, like a fun factoid is that my boss, when I worked for that record label, that I talk about every once in a while, um, he managed massive attack at one point I was like holy shit you managed massive attack and we're like yeah they didn't really do much like and I was like what the fuck that's like one of my favorite groups and he was like well like it's like I don't know if they were ahead of their time or if they just kind of but they just didn't click with America yeah and totally get it right because it's totally fucking bizarro and you can't really market something like massive attack because and again we'll talk about that um but it's so dark and strange that it's like, how do you get that onto like American radio and have people find out about this? Right. Because like one of their most beautiful songs, and again, one of my favorite songs of all time is teardrop. It's got a minute before, and you have to like the way this music type of music works is like, it builds on top of itself, Mm -hmm. keeps going and keeps going and hits a climax and then kind of fades out. Right. Um, so, with teardrop, which again is like one of the greatest songs of all time, it has like a minute or more without any words in it. And if you can imagine yourself in the 1990s and you're listening to the radio, like there's no way that a radio station is going to be like, this will fucking sell ads. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So ultimately, um, it didn't work and I get it. But also at the same time, dude, you fucking <laughs> you managed one of my favorite groups, period. Um, so. Without further ado, I'm going to give you this track list, and then Alden, we're going to get you to tell us what you thought. If you want to go through each song and say like how you felt about each song, or over like overall, or however you want to do it, it's up to you. Yeah, um, uh, I also I also have a headphone in my ear to make to like listen to the song again. Oh, cool. Yeah, I get you. So, um, the first song, which is again is my favorite of all time, is "Teardrop" by Massive Attack. Then we have "Pilots" by Goldfrap. Uh, "Machine Gun" by Portishead. Six Underground" by Sneaker Pimps. "Hell Is Around the Corner" by Tricky. Uh, Tricky was a member of Mass Attack at one point. Uh, Protection featuring Tracy Thorne, which is not the song that I wanted to get, yeah. but the song that I wanted to get is unavailable, and it's actually on the Batman Forever soundtrack. And okay. it's, uh, it's called Every Time the Hunter Gets Captured by the Prey or something to that effect, and it was a cover, but it's gorgeous, and I will let you listen to it on vinyl because it's the only place you can find it now. Um, Me and You by Nightmares on Wax, which is a short thing. Um, Lovely Head by Goldfrap. Unfinished Symphony by Massive Attack. Sour Times by Portishead, again a favorite. Uh, Abaddon Fat Track, or Abaddon, I don't know how to say this, uh, by Tricky. 
uh, Inertia Creeps by Massive Attack and Cowboys by Portishead. Alden, you're up, buddy. Um. Okay. So I'm gonna go by 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 song. Absolutely. Um. And I remember hearing Teardrop somewhere else. So Teardrop is actually like the theme song for House, like when it aired. Okay. Regularly. That that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. That I was like, I've heard it before. I, I didn't know where I heard it before. And a lot. I was of, actually really mad about that, but that's my personal. A lot of these songs, um, I. I tend to think that they have been stuff that I've heard sampled. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just about just about every song on here has sounds like it's been sampled. Um, but I remember listening to Teardrop um, and feeling like it was now, like at this moment, like a Samsung commercial. Mm. <laughs> it's like it's like really commercial now. I can see like parts of it being that, that yeah. way, but again, like the the manufacturing of the song and how like it builds on top of each other. Oh and yeah, stuff, um, that's the other thing is like it's it was kind of pulled from so much industrial music and has such an ambient sound to it that like it does lead itself really well to stuff that doesn't need like lyrics or attention brought to yeah. it because it's very vibe music. Yeah, I um, this is not so. I I've been watching Buffy. <laughs> Congratulations! I've been watching Buffy, and uh-huh. um, this is this is not a song that would be in Buffy, uh-huh. uh huh, which says a lot. Um, True, because like this sounds like it should it, the whole idea of like this kind of music sounds mm-hmm. like it should be in Buffy. There was a, this- a Siba Mato song in in Buffy. Okay. Yeah, that like not weird stuff, but like uh, yeah, go ahead. But this does sound like something it would be in like. Like those nineties, not sitcom, but like drama yeah, shows. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, no, I like I like this song a whole lot. Yeah. Um, I I like I love the way it, you know, like you said, it builds and then eventually like it fades out, which I love that kind of shit anyway. Absolutely, like I love for, I love for things to build and then I love for them to fade out. Um, this was a great start to this to this playlist. Um, and then we went into the this is in shuffle. I don't want it to shuffle. Uh, pilots, and I think I think at this moment I knew I was like, oh, I'm fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how do so, you mean? So, how do you mean? Okay, so before before I get into this next song, I asked I asked a coworker a couple days ago, um, and I wasn't feeling my 100% self, mm-hmm. or I was feeling my 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 100% self. But like that might the, have been a part of the problem <laughs> at the at the extreme part. Yeah, of absolutely, myself. absolutely. Um, and so, um, I had started my day. I had started my day listening to the Euphoria uh, sure, playlist. Sure, sure. Which I don't know anything about it, but um, I, you know, so I understand what kind of show it is. So I understand what kind yeah, of yeah. So, uh, just for people that don't know, like Euphoria is, uh, it is a Swedish show. That was um, that was picked up by Future and Drake to make a American show with Zendaya, and it is about a uh, 16, 17 year old girl that has a problem with uh, drugs. She loves them. Um, she feels like she cannot go a day without them. Uh, and then she, uh, the American version, uh, because the first version came out in two thousand. 12 uh-huh. I think it was 2012 the Swedish version it was a, like it was like a miniseries um 
And in this version, she's like, she's like really fucked up, dude. Rue is really fucked up. And uh, she falls in love with this trans girl. It's a beautiful story. Uh, it's just kind of, it really shows that, like, especially now, do we thought we had it bad in, like, high school and shit with the sense of, like, there's so much happening in my life all at once and everything it when something crashes it really feels like everything is the at the at its end um it really shows that now with drugs being so free like uh like it's so available now and not frowned upon as much as it used to be when we were in high school and shit like that like it's super easy to get for you know teenagers so uh, i'm just gonna jump in there for a second like um I'm not saying everybody has the same experience by any means, but like drugs were readily available um, oh, dude, when like, I was in school. And I did not as, have that experience as a whole. Like people didn't like a lot of people did a lot of drugs and it wasn't um, like it was only frowned upon by like adults. Yeah. So and I think that's still mostly the case. Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Children to do drugs. Maybe. I don't know. But this is it's. Uh, so Rue uses uh in the uh, in the trans girl her name is um Jules uh and she's trans uh man to f- man to uh woman okay um beautiful girl uh and Jules feels that Rue is using her as a crutch to be sober which is very true okay. uh but Jules is also very toxic and so you put the toxic you put the toxic person of Rue who feels like I don't fucking care about you or I don't care about anything and like she tried to she tried to stab her mom like there's all sorts of like layers of Rue and then you add in this girl who is going through transitioning and um like her trying to deal with that and not knowing how to feel about falling in love with a girl when she's transitioning and so it's like it's like really dark it's really dark and I watched it once and the first time I watched it I was like I see myself and I don't like it um and but like I couldn't stop watching it I couldn't stop watching it and I know people that have watched it multiple times and I'm like how the fuck are you doing this um but the music on it is magnificent and I fucking love some sad music mm-hmm. I love some sad music. I would like to say, I started my day off listening to the Euphoria soundtrack because Billy put out a new single with another girl, and it was uh, a single to Jules's story. So they did a, they did two special episodes. One was Rue telling her story um, on Christmas Eve, and then Jules telling her part of the story in therapy, um, in like after winter break in school. And so, uh, Billy put out a single with another girl, and it's Spanish. It's oh yeah, okay. So I, I know who you're talking about. Okay, also am familiar with the other artist on there, and like, yeah, I can't. I think her name is like Rosemary or something like that. Yeah, um, I really like her voice, but also she seems like, a, from my understanding, she seems like a just awful person. So yeah, Rosalia, that's yeah, her name. Yeah, Rosalia. the girl. Yeah. Um, but I started my day off listening to that, and I was not in already not in the right headspace. And I did try to warn you. And he did. He did warn me. Um, and then I asked a coworker, I said, in a general census, in a general census, like, 
on a scale of zero to 10, 10 being most depressed, where do you find yourself generally? And so uh, Hunter said, I said zero. And um, the reason I say that is because like I, I, I understand and um, like respect the idea of depression, right? Like it sounds like a weird thing to say that, but like respect, I mean, in the sense of like, um, I, I know what it is and I recognize it and understand that there's like, I'm not claiming something that I know that's actually clinical and is a real thing. Yeah. Um, and to be honest and like how I constantly feel like, like I've never felt or have not felt in a very long time to the point where like, I don't want to get out of bed. Um, and like, I want to stay in bed or like, I don't feel like that there's like hope or anything like that. Um, I have gone through like a spiritual awakening over the past few years where I have seen so much stuff that, uh, I know that I can get through it. And I know that what's going to happen is what is meant to happen. There's great stuff in every single piece of your life. Um, and I'm constantly reminded of it. And like, I, I can have a conversation with somebody and then realize that like, Hey, that affected me in a really important way. And maybe yeah. if it didn't imp- affect me, it could have affected somebody else. And that's as good as if it affected me. So like those kind of conversations that we have with people that are throwaway conversations, like those could mean something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so like, that's the kind of like where I can comfortably say I'm at a zero is because like, I honestly believe that like we all impact each other in a positive way. And we can, if we just have the viewpoint of like, Hey, this is a positive, right? So even if it's a bad thing, it's still a positive thing because like we can grow from that and we can learn from it. Um, and it was really, I think the New York trip for me because it was like some of the worst shit that I've ever had in my, you know, honestly, like a lot of the stuff in my life where something amazing and incredible and like, impossibly amazing has happened Mm -hmm. is also like at the darkest points of my life too. And like, I kind of just got to the point where I was like, I'm going to be fine. And if I'm not fine, then it's going to be fine too. Because like if I were to die or whatever, or got to that point or whatever, you know, people, people move on. And it's not like I, I can say, like, I can't say that I haven't impacted someone's life in a good way. So like I've changed that person's world. You know what I mean? Right. So even if I can't change the world as a whole, I can change individual worlds. And if each individual world changes, then we all change the world together. Right. Um, and the thing too, it's like also feel like I can get through anything because like I've also gone through some of the worst shit that I could ever imagine. Um, and I made it through and I'm actually like in a good space and I still feel pretty good about life. Even if it's not perfect. I mean, nothing's perfect. So like when I can, when I say like, yeah, I'm, I'm at a zero. I mean, I legitimately mean it because it's like, there's nothing that could make me, like hate it, you know, or like worry about the outcome or, you know, just be, and I know depression isn't sadness. It's not, but like if there is a combination of those things and if there is sadness in depression, like what was for me, what is there to be sad about? And if I am sad about it, like I can, I can not be, you know, by just looking at a different viewpoint. Um, so like, I don't think I have that. Um, I think I very at some points I very much had like issues with depression, but now not really. So like I can comfortably say I, I said it as a zero usually. Uh, and I wish I could say that. Absolutely. And, 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 and I'm not saying like, Hey, blah, 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 no, no, not at all. Fucking PMA all day. Let's go. H2O. I wish, I wish that I could say that, but, um, my answer. So the coworker, she was like, Oh, that's weird. You know, 
I thought that you would be happier. And I was like, oh, no, dude, I'm easily a seven. Like, I'm easily, I can, and not, not a seven all the time, but I can easily be there. I can easily go to a seven. I can get taken there really easily. I can get taken there yeah. so fast. Um, and so, um, already, and on this day of me listening to this podcast, I mean, this podcast, this podcast <laughs> listen, listening to this playlist, like I said, I start, I started my day listening to some really fucked up music from a fucked up show. Um, and not thinking that I was in that headspace in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought I was listening to it because I was like, oh, I like some of these songs from this, from the show. Let me check this out. And then it like, it put me at a four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. It put me at a four. And so I was like, okay, well, um, like I said, and, and Hunter did warn me. Right. He did warn me. Um, and um, then I went into this playlist. Yeah. And I got like to the last tricky song. Yeah, I got and to tricky la- is tricky is different. I got to the last tricky song on this playlist, and I was like, I need to stop. Yeah, I need to stop. Yeah, um, because like like I said, I can easily be out of seven, and I was almost there. Right, I was almost there. Um, and so listening to going back to the playlist, going For sure. listening to the second song, I was like, oh, I fucked yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and um, in fairness, like with like like Goldfrap and Tricky, like they're gonna be just inherently darker i think than yeah. the alt- the alternatives and like uh, portishead is really dark i'm not gonna say portishead's not dark i'm not saying mass attack's not dark either because are um but it's not like with portishead always get kind of this like sense of like beauty in it and uh same thing with mass attack and like especially when they work with female vocalists yeah um there's just this sense of like unnatural beauty to it um, that like yeah it's it's dark and it's sad but it's also like glorious at the same yeah. time yeah um, and the song like Teardrop has the this, the singer from Cocktail School Twins in it I have such a hard time saying that name but they're like really great great dude there you go so this song uh, Pilots the very first thing I remember thinking about it when I heard it was man this sounds like the like song that they would put in the background in the Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelist of Roses game. <laughs> your, your, your interpretation of these things is hilarious. <laughs> so that's the very first thing I thought about. And then I thought about, so there's a part in this song and I'm currently listening to it just so I can yeah. like know what the fuck is happening. I hope you guys can't hear it so they don't. No, we can't hear it. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember thinking, man, so there's a, there's a part where the song goes minor. Right. There's, yeah. And I was like, ooh, this sounds like death. This sounds like beautiful death. Um, it's like it's that, like, that's actually a really good interpretation. That's a really good way to, to, yeah. to just kind of say what this sounds like in general. It is like I think I think not even not even sailboat. Like me going to the ocean and finding myself on the moonlight and following it till I can't follow it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And like and floating to my death. Yeah. Is what it feels like. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're right. And that that's kind of again that's kind of like what trip hop sounds like as a as a whole. <laughs> as a whole. Yeah, that's all as a whole what that's what that's this this type of music sounds like. So I got to say this this is the song that like it really fucked me up. Yeah, it yeah. really fucked me up. And then um, we went into go to Portishead's Machine Gun, As right. it, and okay, so with Portishead, I actually have, <laughs> I've listened to many Portishead songs on accident, on accident, yep. 
Um, so for instance, did I get louder? Oh, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> so, don't worry about uh, that. I did listen to I listened to a Portishead song um, by accident, and that right. was I got really into Snow Allegra. Right. Um, <laughs> and my response to this was not. It was not good. It wasn't bad. It was. Just, it was not good. It was not good. Um, so there's a song uh, that she has called, and she's she's Russian. Yeah. And she has a song called uh, "Nothing Burns Like the Cold." And it is sampled from a Portishead song. Yes. And if you want it's to. It's like the whole song. It's If you want to hear Hunter get pissed off about yeah. something, sample it's, a Portishead song. It's not even It's not even that because I think, again, I think that Portishead lends themselves really. I think trip hop in general lends, lends itself so well to sampling yeah. because a lot of what trip hop is is built off sampling. Yeah. So like a lot of these groups were like DJs with like a singer. And I think that's awesome, and I love that. And I think that again, that's what kind of that sets it apart from. It kind of shows again that 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 Europe thing, that 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 yeah. British thing, where it's like DJ scene and dance music and hip hop and sadness, sadness, and <laughs> like those like like goth British bands. Like it combines all that stuff really well, and, and in my opinion, that lends itself really well to sampling. Yeah. So like I want people to sample sample Portishead and Massive Attack and whatever else. I just want it to work how you would sample somebody else, right? Like take a piece of it and build off of it. Don't just do the whole fucking song over with yeah. different lyrics. And so and and I and, so and, and I understand that. Yeah. Because like um in recent news, this is this is technically music news, yeah. uh Timbaland was going he was under fire for like some of his songs. Which I mean, grow up. Like grow the fuck up. Yeah, because I mean again it's like a loop, right? It's, it's not a, the entire it's thing. N- and so and I thought about it and I was like, he not only did he like not sampled the song. He create like he, cre- he created a song. He with that completely as a piece the recreated the and that, song and himself. And that's that's what samplers and DJs are like really good at. And that's how like because like if you take a sample heavy and like even um, this artist has been labeled as trip up. I don't know if I agree with this at all. Um, but DJ Shadow, like yeah. his first album, like DJ introducing, yeah, introducing is like all samples. Yeah, but like they're his songs because it's not just like a part like a song looped and looped and looped. And looped, and looped. Yeah. Um, and that was that's my problem. And I think again, uh, I think so many producers and like people that think like that are huge Portishead fans because yeah. it's like it's a perfect amalgamation of like all these different types of music, right? Um, so again, it lends itself so well to it. And I think people that like have a super ear for this are going to be musicians and yeah. are going to be singers and are going to be producers because like this is fucking cool. And again, it's like something that draws so much f- like for a musician's ear right yeah um so again no problems with it but like don't just do the thing like and originally and that was no the snow allegra song is like it's just that and originally i didn't understand why he was so upset about right. it. right i i didn't i was like i think it's a great song yeah and i didn't understand why he was so upset about it and then i heard the song and i was like okay i get it yeah and it kind of made me feel the same way like and i brought this up with the timbaland thing on my twitter right. i was like you guys are upset about timbaland like taking the song and recreating it but um 2018 y'all let dj cali get away with making maria yeah. maria yeah and, it's and just, he didn't do a fucking thing with yeah it. he didn't and it was just the it was just the santana song. it was yeah it was just the santana song with rihanna and bryson tiller like yeah. y'all let that fucking that, y'all let that shit get away yeah um so i th- once i heard the portis head song i was right. like okay i get it yeah um the weekend pr- uh <laughs> samples this song yeah machine, machine gun machine, machine gun machine yeah, yeah. Head. Machine, yeah. that's a different <laughs> song that's a that's a bush song and the, a band 
<laughs> so uh, the weekend, and I, the, that was the very first thing. I was like, someone has sampled this. I know what the and fuck. It's such because like the drum part is like it's so good. There's two things that live in my head constantly, right? <laughs> it's Disturb Me Up by Rihanna, <laughs> and the drum part for uh, Machine Gun. Po- Machine Gun, because it's just like boom. <laughs> And it's so cool. And so like the, I didn't add and then add opera to it. Yeah, and yeah, well she's fantastic. Oh yeah. Um but like and then they just pitch shift the whole time, right? Um so it's great, but and take that, please God, by all means, like slow it down. He sped it up. Yeah. Well you can speed it up, that's fine. But like slow it down so it feels like a like a more like, you know, it'd be great. Um, speed it up, whatever, to make it real fast. But add to it because it's just a drum part. Yeah, and it's like you could build so much off of the drum part for machine or from for machine gun, and it would be great. I just want somebody to do it the right way. <laughs> That's all I want. And it's like, yeah, I get it. Portishead's fantastic, and we want to honor Portishead because like they're great. But like you, there's so much there for you to build from, and they wouldn't give a fuck at all because they just sampled a bunch of shit too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was the first, very first thing yeah, I thought absolutely. about. I was like, I, I had already loved it because of the drama. Oh, but of then, course, yeah. And then I, w- I was like, someone sampled this, and oh, I can't God, figure out who it is. Her voice is so good. Um, and then I was like, oh, the the weekend that yeah. makes sense. And what's funny too is, I'm not mistaken. I want to say that album came out in like 2003 or four or five or six or something like that. Yeah. Right? Um, and like Portishead's last album was like 1996 or seven. Yeah. And so they had spent like almost 10 years without putting anything out. And they had like a bunch of like solo stuff where it was all like nice little acoustic, whatever the fucks. Um, but when that, that came out, I was like, holy shit. But at the same time, I didn't like it as much when it came out because like I'm living off a of fucking nineties Portishead. Yeah. Where it's all like very ethereal and like real strange. Uh, and this was like straightforward and like hard hitting. So the next song is uh, Six Underground by Sneaker Pimps. Which, do you, have you ever heard that song? I've not heard this It song. was like so fucking huge that um, pretty much everybody knew the song. And if you're like over a certain age, I'm like, you have heard Six Underground yeah, by I've Sneaker Pimps. Uh, her solo stuff too, um, look it up because I think you'll like it a lot. Yeah. This song is definitely somewhere in Buffy. Probably. This, I'm like, willing to bet it is. Yeah, absolutely. This song yeah, is definitely in Buffy. Yeah. It's got it's, it's got gotta, that it's, gotta it's got that 90s like uh airy airy like um like singing to it. Yeah. Um the trouble's like super super high um and like everything else is kind of faded in the background but it's still that trip hop. And her voice is great. Yeah. Um, so this this song is definitely in Buffy somewhere, absolutely, or Smallville. <laughs> it's definitely not in Smallville, dude. The Smallville soundtrack is so ridiculous to me. It is. It's it because is. it's it's massive. It's weird. <laughs> it's like they just like you know what's what we're gonna do. This song's do. We're gonna fucking put it in there. <laughs> Yeah. So um, yeah, I I I loved it. And the singer is Kelly Ali, and her solo stuff is great. All right, so the next song is "Hell Is Around the Corner" 2009 remix by Tricky. Um, how did you do with Tricky? So this song, this song, and you're going to love this. I was like, okay, this song is sampled by Three Six Mafia. I'm sure of it. I I don't think it is, but it yeah, feels like it. It feels like it, it is. It yeah. feels like it's sampled by Three Six Mafia. 
Um, and so, uh, if you remember from my last, the last episode, we talked about Three Six Mafia and how it's got that like dark, gritty sound to it. That like early Three Six Mafia, it very much feels like that. Um, it's like it's like the guy is like doing spoken word. He's such a fucking weird guy. It Have you sounds seen him? like it. No. Oh, okay, keep talking. It's it uh it. He's doing. It sounds like he's doing. It's, he's doing spoken word. On this like really slow like dark melodic like sound, and then there's a girl in the back humming, and then she like th- throws in some runs randomly, and it's like it's piercing. It is. So I want to show you what he looks like now, uh, or closer to now, um, and I want you to tell me like what you feel like he he does. That's most deaf. Kinda. <laughs> so keep going. Keep going. Um. Yeah, that that makes sense. Now when I now when I look at him and I listen to the song, all I can think about is like a voodoo king. He he he's very much like that. I'm gonna I, show you like a, a more like when he was doing the music, like when he was like during that time period. Give me one second. Keep talking. Now. Yeah, he de- he definitely feel, de- definitely feels like he does voodoo. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, because this this has that like <sighs> I put a spell on you vibe. Yeah, he almost looks evil. Yeah. Right. And so, like his his solo stuff is very evil sounding, uh-huh. but still kind of lives in that world. Yeah, um, it's not pretty at all. It's pretty in a way. Um, sure, in its it own, is. It's in, in its <laughs> in its own weird way, right? Um, like again, the way the music works together is really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, his presence is is almost haunting, and yeah, not, that's the right word. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking and for. And like trip hop, trip hop, like vocalists are haunting in general. Yeah, but there's the really like pretty, um, like bright. Like bright haunting, like Beth Gibbons or Kelly Ali or yeah. whatever, and then there's like the dark haunting that's still pretty and like beautiful in its own way of tricky. And this is like him around the time that that was stuff was coming out. He's very intense yeah. and very much looks that like that guy. I think that guy's in girlfriends. Uh, I think he's in girlfriends. I think he dated Maya. And girlfriends, if I'm not mistaken, is he really British and sounded like an asshole? I think so. Because if that was the case, I think I think that's him. No. I could be wrong. I I don't. Maybe. But there was a guy that 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 uh that Maya was dating in girlfriends, and he was like an artist, and he was like super weird, and he was in a band. He was in a band, and yeah. he had Maya come and sing for him. Yeah, I think it's him. Uh yes, actually yeah. It is yeah. Oh sick like. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I did, how the fuck did and I? And he was he was also in the Fifth Element, but I don't remember that at all. <laughs> this goes I was like, like that doesn't make any sense, but and it doesn't make any. I continue to say that it doesn't make any sense, but yes. <laughs> it's like it goes back to like uh we were talking about uh what was it the episode of the Invader Zim. And I was like, how the fuck do I remember that? I don't know. I've seen like a handful of girlfriend episodes. And I have not even watched it since oh, this like is Netflix. This is about yeah. to get really weird because he also is a writer and he like wrote for some stuff. <laughs> and he he wrote for Big Little uh, Big Little Lies, which was a great show. But I can't believe the fucking trick he wrote for it. Yeah, I thought so. I was like, that guy looks familiar. Yeah, he yeah he was he was Maya's boyfriend and he was in a band on Girlfriends. Yeah, it's still it's still kind of like weird to find it because it's it's hard to it's hard to see, but. Uh, I can't I can't say with 100% certainty because like there's soundtracks and then there's like 
the filmography part, so I don't, I don't know. Um, it could be somebody that just looks like him, and he was like based off a of tree. It's possible. It's very possible. Um, but it, it, who knows? It, 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 I think it's him. There is a tree. Apparently, there's a, there's a tricky song on. <laughs> You're gonna get this, Smallville. <laughs> I don't understand at all. But okay. They just throw it in there. Yeah. Okay. Um, the next song is by Massive Attack featuring Tracy Thorne. Yes. And it is Protection featuring Tracy Thorne. Yes. Um, yes. And Tracy Thorne was the singer for everything but the girl, if I'm not mistaken. This song is a 90s R&B song. Yeah. This is a 90s R&B song. Um, I can't think of what it is, but I hear it in my head, and I refuse to fucking sing it because I'm not going to get it right. Um, but this is definitely an R&B song that I've heard before, and that's immediately where my mind to mind went to. And this kind of took me from being at a five to maybe going down to like a four. I get it. So do you want to see what do you want to see what Tracy Thorne looks like? Yes. Because this is gonna just gonna weird you out, okay? Because you're not gonna expect this at all. Um. Because of what her voice sounds like, right? Yeah. So when you when you hear Tracy Thorne's voice, like what do you what do you hear? Like what do you see? Um, share. Uh, oddly, you're not too far off, actually. <laughs> so this is what she looks like. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's just like this unassuming white woman. <laughs> yeah. But like, I, I I her voice is so powerful, and it's just like wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I it's, definitely did not think that that's what she looked de- like. It's definitely got like a like a up updated share vibe. Yeah. 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 Um next one is Me and You by Nightmare on Nightmares on Wax. And this is a very short song. It is. And like their stuff is different and I'm not a huge fan of theirs, like but just because I'm not very yeah. familiar. But it seemed like a good kind of way to transition the, the thing. Um I'm for sure that Philip has put this in a um and a song like a uh, like a, a mix probably this is this definitely this is definitely something it's actually shit. like a he knows he knows a good bit of trip hop yeah he, uh i remember massive 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 attacks massive mezzanine. attack being in, yeah, in, in the story mystery. yeah yeah but this is this is very uh this song you and me is very much a lo-fi hip-hop song yeah absolutely yeah. and that honestly like the lo-fi hip-hop stuff pulls a lot from oh yeah from absolutely Oh look, we're at Gofrap again. Uh, this is a lovely head. Um, and I actually really like Goldfrap a lot, like a lot more than I thought I would. And ultimately, like their like their stuff is just really good. Yeah, this is this is a Western suicide. Okay. I d- um. Okay. <laughs> so um, I get the feel of um the same feel of like watching kill bill mm. um volume 2 yeah yeah very much very much to kill bill I see that. vibe i see that um but instead of her killing bill she's just like fuck it i'm just going to take myself out okay <laughs> yeah so i'm not going to disagree with that that's, that's where just, i went yeah. with that okay um go frap definitely sounds like suicide music like it just does I don't get that personally. Like I don't get that vibe, but yeah, I, yeah. I see what you mean. It and the reason and and the reason I say that it's like the the type of song that would be in a film or like a TV when show when somebody kills themselves. When someone okay. kills themselves. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. I just bit my tooth. How the hell do you bite your tooth? I, don't know. I do it every once in a while. It sucks. Um. Next one is unfinished sympathy. Unfinished sympathy. Symphony. Symphony. 
This is it says sympathy here. Boo. <laughs> I don't think it does. I can't read. Oh, it does. Oh, my God. I always have read this as Unfinished Symphony. It says Unfinished And then I needed somebody sympathy. else to say that. I was like, oh, okay. It's like, Jesus. I can't read, I'm actually. like, I thought I could read, too, but I was wrong. <laughs> so, I mean, we all have our parts where we can't do what we think we can. Preface. This is my massive attack. Me on my goddamn fucking high horse earlier talking about preface, and I'm here I am just like, I can't uh, read it all. I also remember this this album being in Offbeat, which is where we uh, record our podcast. Uh, hey, our beautiful podcast. 151 Wesley Studios yeah. or whatever. Um, Wesley, uh, Wesley Avenue, one fifty one. Offbeat Jackson, um, Jackson dot com. Buy some shit. Buy some stuff. Now I never saw this album here because if I did, I probably would have. Yeah, bought we it, definitely I never had saw it. it. I never saw it. Um, this once again sounds like some well, shit. That when Philip doesn't listen to this, please reorder your Massive Attack records. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is something that he would definitely put in the mix. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think I think you doing that whole uh, me and you was like. Oh, these are songs that Philip likes. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like, I, I, yeah. It's like transition I mean, to songs Philip likes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he would like the first songs too, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure he. I didn't even think about I'm it. Pre- I'm pretty yeah. sure he loves like Teardrop. He he does. <laughs> like uh, Mezzanine is one of his favorite records too. For we 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 gathered on together. So we went from um, the last Massive Attack song sounding like uh like. Share singing an R and B song, right? The, the uh, like an R and B song, protection, and right. now this is like a '90s R and B artist, like a real ni- like black R and B artist, on some like instead of it being uh, Afro punk, like Afro punk, like uh, R and B music, yeah. like or uh, deep house. Instead of it being that, it's like stripped. Yeah. I see that. I see that. And that's what this sounds like. Right. Um, our next one is Sour Times mm-hmm. uh, by Portishead. Um, and this is when I began to say, okay, I oh need boy. to fucking stop. Oh, boy. Um, this is a dark fucking song. And it's it's this is one of the live songs. Yeah, this is this is one of the last songs. This is live, a, live songs. From live the, songs. Yeah. Um, this is, but it is one of the last songs. It's like the last four. It's both. Um, this is a dark fucking song. Um, this is, I think the last song I said that was, no. Okay. So I didn't say this. Uh, well, I did say it. Uh, with, with the last band, what is it? Gold Frap. Yeah. I said the last song, Gold Frap song, sounded like su- like a suicide song. Sure. Um, Sour Times sounds like we just found this person and they killed themselves. Oh, no. <laughs> like and the story continues. Yeah, and the story continues. Wow, okay. um, is what this sounds like. Uh, which, like I said, I was not in the headspace for this. Right. Um. It, it's it's so angry. I, I, I this is like one of those times where I really want them to hear what it sounds like. Yeah, it's like it's really angry and sad at the same time. Yeah. Um. Uh, just I'm gonna, I'm gonna play just a clip of this, um, and it's not gonna be the live version. It's gonna be the album version. So let me put this away from the microphone and just let it play for a second. That part would be really well good sample. And this way. is the one that's sampled by uh, no cold no no nothing burns like the wind. Right. Nothing burns like the cold. by Snow Allegra. Right. That's what I thought. Okay, so that's all that we're gonna listen to because I don't want to. Yeah, get it's like busted for stuff. 
it's it's really it's really dark it is um like it is dark uh it, uh, this honestly to me feels really good though because it's 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 a play like i don't know man like this stuff is like what i vibe to it's like hey like low lights like you know blah, 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 blah. and i have a good time to this i'm, I'm glad i'm glad you are I'm glad somebody can um the next song is uh abin fat track by tricky right. that's what we're gonna say it is pronounced because yeah. we don't know it's close to Abaddon, um, the demon, but I don't know. This um, this very much feels like. Well, this that, is, that this lyric is, was just "fuck you" in the ass. Yeah, yeah, but okay. it was, and it's like, <laughs> I don't know what to say about this yeah, song. That, that's not that that <laughs> I was like, oh, that, it I just feels like in you're that. in hell. Does that's a lot of what Tricky stuff and like I don't listen to it Tricky did, that much, yeah. but like his music feels like you're in hell. Yeah, that's and a that's a great that's, yeah, great thing exact, to say, and it's not bad. Like I enjoy it, but I mean, you like, love being in hell, uh, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I like his stuff. It's just it sounds like he like it sounds like we're in the depths of hell right now. Yeah, um, like you just you just walk past his bar, go into your cell, and it's like he's yeah. in, he's in the bar fucking playing. Yeah, um, this sounds like a heroin overdose. When I think yeah. about when I think about this, I think about Chris Tucker in that movie where he he overdoses on heroin. I don't know what that movie is, but uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't remember which one yeah. it is. But if if you listen, if you listen to this podcast and you know what that is, just let us know which one it sure. is. I don't want to think sure. about it. But that's that's the very first thing I thought about. I was like, man, this it. sounds like Chris Tucker. This sounds like when Chris Tucker went overdose on heroin. Um, this sounds like it would be it would be in um, American Gangster. Okay. Around like that same that same blue magic feel, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. You're inter like some like I get it. I'm not saying I don't understand exactly <laughs> where you're coming from. It's just like maybe I wouldn't. I, I didn't think <laughs> what. <laughs> like we're tricky. I get like I get the the. Oh, okay. We'll talk about this. <laughs> we'll talk, we, we might have to talk about some of this off podcast, but like. <laughs> So that was the that was the last that was the last song that I could do, and then I came back and I was like, let me finish this fucking playlist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, next song is uh by Massive Attack. It is called uh Inertia Creeps. Yeah, Inertia Creeps is what how I was read it. I, again, we we can't um, say that. Like, yeah, I, I'm a reliable source here. <laughs> Yeah, but I know inertia is spelled like that, and I'm pretty sure creeps is spelled like that. Um, Mezzanine is a great record. Oh yeah. yeah, from from what I've heard of it, and I've seen people like talk I, about this album I, multiple times. It, yeah, yeah. There's been a handful of records that, like, from the jump of me buying records that I needed because, again, it sounds so good on vinyl. Yeah. Um, because it's like made for vinyl, but like the Portis, the Portishead records, and that Massive Attack record. This is. This song is, is very bass drum and bass. Yeah. Um, and that, it's yeah, it's a, the most different song on this playlist. Sure. Sure. And and what's so like again that kind of takes me back to like initially what we we're talking about like right the UK uh, DJ scene like that's them and like, I love the drum and bass yeah dude. and this is this is what they did and so like their kind of like band thing was groups like Massive Attack and yeah. Portishead and Goldfrap and all this stuff it's like kind of like hey what do we want to like 
the drum and bass stuff and the house music and all that like that's how we're gonna go and like just party and whatever but yeah. like hey we're also like not just um i don't it's gonna, i don't want to say it like this because it's not going to sound right but uh something along the lines of like w- this isn't enough for us and so it's like not the right kind of expression for yeah. us to do everything and we are friends with a bunch of these artists that do like singer songwriter stuff or like band stuff and it's like how do we kind of do that too because like we love that kind of stuff and we we feel like we can do something there and it's like that kind of per again that perfect amalgamation of like house music and like those that dj mentality and that's again like how how going back to teardrop how teardrop works and how a lot of like this this type of stuff works is the build on top of each other in the climax and that's because that's how djs do things because like when you're mixing and you're you're doing uh like house music it's like you do a slow boom boom boom, yeah and then you build on top of that and you go forward and you go forward and then you strip parts away and then you like put something else in there and that's exactly what this type of music is and so like from the creation standpoint of this stuff it's like it's exactly the same thing but it's just done in a different way which is really really cool yeah i i i love the drum and bass of that um like i said it's it's the most different yeah. of the entire playlist yeah um it's not as dark it is dark but it it's not dark. as yeah, yeah. dark it's not as dark the, as the, the vocals it. on it are really like yeah yeah and instead of and instead of usually them having uh a woman uh vocalist oh, oh, uh it's yeah. a male vocalist in this ma- in that massive attack song um the next one is the last song and it is cowboys by Portishead, which is a perfect ending to a playlist yeah yeah so like th- there was two things that I, like when i made this playlist, it was like the first song has to be teardrop and the last song has to be cowboys yeah this is um this song feels like um watching <laughs> and, and this is gonna make you laugh again watching an antonio banderas movie okay and he just killed everyone. Well, he's a cowboy after all. And like he just walks off. <laughs> and this is and this is the end credit song. Yeah. I I can I can kind of see that. And um there he's not happy at the end. Well, who is? He's not happy at the end. Just he hates every blue. he hates everything that he just did. Right. I mean, there's And I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is a movie, but that's what this feels like. It should be. Um he's not happy at the end of this film mm-hmm. that he and he just killed everyone. Yeah. Um he has nothing else to live for. So he just leaves. Um and he he walks away and he's not happy about anything yeah. and the fucking movie ends and there's no sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Again, a fair assessment. Um, okay, so that's kind of the individual look at each one of these songs that we just listed at the beginning of it. If you have requests for this spot, this I mean, I should, should put this playlist up. Yeah, I got to make a Spotify one for it so we can share it. But we'll look like, in a week or so, and then see if there's a Spotify playlist I'll do that's it. gonna. It's okay, that's great. I'll do it. Yeah, you go ahead. Um, so one of the, so one of the things I wanted to mention about Inertia Creeps is like I don't think it's tricky singing on it, but it's like they sing like tricky. Yeah. So like it's that same kind of like dark like weird pronunciation well, it's like British pronunciation yeah. but it's like not like clean at all so it's very like grimy like this kind of stuff right so like one of the things that th- the crazy thing is out of trip hop like came grime and then grime led to like uh the British version of like hip hop for a while that was all like street and like gritty and everything interesting stuff um also I'm I'm just gonna say like I feel like bands like Portishead uh, and uh Massive Attack really 
um, did a lot of influence on a lot of people, obviously, uh-huh. but especially like people like Florence and the Machine, like because oh, yeah. it's it's the same sort of um, enigmatic vocalist over like haunting stuff, and so yeah, uh, you were right earlier with that. Florence is um, Florence is easily you can tell that yeah. he's, he's easily um, that they're easily influenced by gotta be by by yeah. by this kind of because I want to say like initially like the way Florence and the Machine was is it was like actually like. Uh, a DJ that was like making the music mm-hmm. um, and or like producing it or like it was a producer and she was working with Florence and Florence was singing on it so it was Florence plus the machine um, and that's where they got the name from yeah uh, and that is exactly what trip hop is it's a it's a fucking DJ or producer team of DJs or producers and a singer now the uh, the other person that I feel that is very influenced on, on trip hop is um is the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Because absolutely especially yeah. like especially like um listening to and I'm not gonna call it what everybody else calls it. I'm gonna call it by the actual fucking EP. So like Echoes of Silence or House of Balloons or um Thursday or even like um the unreleased E P that I can't think of the name of right now. Sure. But like sure. that 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 first first EPs of the yeah. weekend like it very much and, feels like that yeah his music is very much like in that ballpark of like haunting and dark and beautiful yeah. at the same time um so that's definitely the truth I know Kanye like is very influenced by Portishead um a lot of like producers mm-hmm. are influenced by by trip hop um and I think you can see that in a lot of stuff yeah um and then a lot of bands and there's even like so I, I think this random band I'm just gonna give them a shout out real quick uh, liked my uh, like I again I bought Portishead records over the weekend and I posted some some of those things and one group liked my picture and it looks like it's a group called Salome um, and they only have six like six flipping posts on Instagram mm-hmm. they only have say, 366 followers so it's th- still young um, but they're a trip hop duo, and like I said, like I haven't seen a lot of real like trip hop in ages. Uh-huh. But I'm always like fa- fascinated with it, and I always wanted to make trip hop, and like that's a, like a big influence of what I do uh, comes from trip hop. It's weird; it's like a weird combination of like trip hop and Three Six Mafia and stuff. There's the train. There's um, the train. So yeah, I mean, like I think it is like I if if there's gonna be a set like if if trip hop could have a second wave, I feel like now would be a great time. Yes, uh, so Tricky was in Girlfriends. Yeah, which is weird. Um, he was in season five, episode seventeen, nineteen, so twenty-one, and twenty-two. So strange. So strange. His name was Finn. That sounds about right. And um, it's this a, it's this a episode man's name. This episode is called uh, Finn Isht, <laughs> and the synopsis of the episode is Lynn questions. That's who it is. Lynn, not Maya. Lynn questions to do uh, what to do about her feelings after falling in love. Falling for her womanizing bandmate Finn. That sounds correct. Um, yeah, Tricky's like scary looking almost. Yeah, yeah, I would say like that. Yeah, he's like, but not scary in the like the intim- well, he's intimidating, but not in the like big tough guy's gonna beat you up or whatever. But like this dude is gonna steal my heart out of my chest and then eat it. Yeah, yeah, that's so, tricky, and that's what his music sounds like too. He sounds like his music sounds like what he looks like. I um I've always been enthralled with Tricky because like 
His name is Tricky, and he's kind of he's just weird. He's a looks, weird man. He looks like he's he's a demon of some sorts. Did you get that spirit off of him? You know. Yeah. Um. But overall, so what do you think about trip hop? Is it something you could revisit? It would. Um, it's definitely something I would revisit. Okay. Uh, for sure. Not not in that sense of listening to that entire playlist. Sure. And again, like it's this is a playlist, right? That, so like that, pl- that playlist is like I, I feel like it's a good kind of like mix of stuff. Um, but at the same time, I feel like uh, like what you really should do is take like each one of those albums and like listen to the whole album. Yeah. Like um, I'll, pro- I'll probably add that. Mass- it, yeah, I'll probably add that Massive Attack. Song, yeah, for sure. Uh, album like, mezzanine. Uh, so what you should do is add the Portishead Records and the ma- the Massive Attack Records. Yeah. That would be cool. Very much so. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be pretty much the episode. Um, again, we are going to revisit this over and over. Uh, not Well, not, you know, not this specifically. But this whole, like, the idea. The idea. It. I think that that works pretty well. I think it's a real a good way to kind of expose each other to stuff that we may not know about. Um, it also is a good thing. And if you have any trick tri- trip hop songs that you will have put on a playlist, let us know. Um, you can email us at uh, Alden and Hunter together forever at gmail.com i saw that um you can also uh send us a tweet at dead scene kids and you can send us a message on instagram and follow us and like alton's been doing this thing um where he kind of like summarizes that's gonna say some is i don't know how to fucking say some and then it's almost like summarizes but some is some i just pulls i pull a clip from it he pulls a clip he does but not like a gun um, he pulls a clip and makes a thing and puts it on a video of sorts and then puts it on the internet. And I feel like that would work on our actual Instagram page. So yeah. maybe, hey, fuck it, maybe we might actually post that on our Instagram yeah. page. Yeah, whenever we have a new episode. At Dad Sing Kids, um, you can follow Hunter at I am Hunter Camp on Instagram and at Hunter Camp on what's it, Twitter? Twitter. You can follow Alden at Alden Kirkland on Instagram and at Alden's Manor uh, on Twitter. Um, you can go to our Facebook. I noticed after, cause like we hadn't said that we had a Facebook in forever. Uh-huh. And then I noticed I said it on an episode and then like, I want to say we got a new life <laughs> <laughs> or, um, like it said like, Hey, there's people are checking out your fucking whatever the fuck. And I'm like, Oh wow. That was that because of that thing. But also I don't check Facebook. So you can do that if you want to. I don't fuck at all. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I even said so since I got my new phone, I don't think I've signed back in with the dead Sinkins account on uh, Instagram. Oh. So I don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> people can follow us. I don't know, but, uh, it's cool. Um, follow us individually though. Cause that's where you're going to get the best of your content. Yeah. You can actually interact with us personally. I'm not going to notice the, anything on the 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 show pages yeah but you should we have it just so you guys can tag it yeah i think that yeah, that's sure that makes that sense. was the whole that reason. makes sense yeah <laughs> just follow it because i want money and i'm sure that like things could lead to us having money if we do a good job at this um all of that to say i don't know i need to buy a new mic and an actual fucking cover for this although right now it sounds fine it does and that's your phone where's your ipad i'm not even you're oh, supposed to be doing the yeah. phone thing, or, uh, thing whatever. Yeah. Sorry. So um, I'm gonna try to fill up space right now. Um, For what? Check out Instagram. I don't fucking know. Oh, dude, check out. You, you didn't talk about your Twitch. Oh yeah. Um, Alden has a Twitch. You well, have we a have Twitch. a Twitch at Twitch.tv/deadsinkids. Uh, Hunter has a personal Twitch at um, Twitch.tv/iamhuntercamp. I was trying to. Uh, stream Valhalla, but it was like, fuck you, you can't do this right now. <laughs> and I was like, I, I think it might be because like the game is so big that I can't process it and maybe like to put that through on the internet was a was a bear. I have a lot of lot, smart lights now. 
dude, yeah. dude. So like, wh- have you thought? Have you thought about if they were ever going to make a smart mirror? I want a smart mirror. Yeah, you don't even know what it means, right? Because like, it just sounds right. Um, but it could be. I do know what it means. Well, I don't. I don't because I'm. I've been talking about a smart mirror for like. Okay, the last, what is your like, in, what is your envisionment? So a smart mirror. mirror. Yeah. Um, is um, a mirror, and it's a two sided mirror. Okay. I'm telling you. I'm telling you exactly what it is. Okay. It's a two sided mirror, and it has um. It's either a monitor, or some kind of LCD, or uh, some kind of display on the back, uh, on a two way mirror. Okay. And it is powered by a um, Raspberry Pi, which is like a computer that you can get for like 40 bucks. Okay. Um, it's powered by a Raspberry Pi, and you can place things like your weather, um, your calendar, things that you're listening to on your Spotify. You can have your YouTube. Like, there's all sorts of different ways that you can do it. Mm. Um, and, like, you can have it. Dis- disappear yeah. and show whenever you need it to show. So uh, I think it's really fantastic. Yeah. So is that a real thing? It's a real thing. Okay. So I have I have, I have an addition to make on this in my fantasy booking of this uh, this idea. Um, have it be like a gigantic iPad, um, and not just smart glass, but like the mirror aspect of it. So where it actually is going to look at you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but have it to where you can p- make it be like a picture frame and also like do stuff like that. Totally a thing. Show movies and stuff, but. The kicker is to actually show your what you really look like to other people, and not a mirrored image. Okay. So, because like if it's a giant display and it's a front-facing camera, like it should be able to take that and put it into the way you actually see. Okay. So there's now there is there's your challenge. I wouldn't be surprised if that's possible because yeah. there there is like a facial ID that you can ask that yeah, you yeah. can get with uh the Raspberry Pi. Right. And I wouldn't be surprised if you can use that like facial ID and well, like turn I, it around. So like I, I I appreciate what Raspberry Pi does, but uh, I feel like we could we could uh, take it a step up in this smart mirrors. Smart mirrors. Twenty twenty. I want to make a smart mirror really badly. You want to um, make one? Yeah. Yeah. You so make like it. that. Yeah. You yeah. Make it. I'm talking about selling a motherfucker and like having it be like gloss. Like this is a fucking big old motherfucker and deal. Like it actually be in a frame mm-hmm. and everything. Fucking rad. Not just smart glass. Smart glass is cool too though. Yeah, this is. I'm, just try, I'm trying. I'm trying to do it in a frame. I get it. All right, cool. Go. Put that bit in a let's, frame. Let's pick it up. Wait, what is there? Anything else we do? Um, I listened to a lot of Florence and Machine. This listened to a lot of Florence and Machine this week. Uh, you? I uh listened to uh that Euphoria playlist. Yeah, so that was one. Thing. Um, and a lot of Justin Azuka. He put out a new song. And this playlist. And wow. This playlist. Um. And then I've been listening to the Justin Azuka song with, uh, who is it? I don't know. Fuck. Well, it's okay. We don't need to. But it's a good song. That's good. Um, also, uh, You Me at Six put out a new album. And um, they put an album about about two years ago that was really fucking good. Um, and then this album was just kind of meh. There's also uh, this really weird Norwegian band that... Uh, I, I don't I think I stumbled upon them. Everybody probably already knows who they are. I don't. Um so don't get mad at is me. Is it ghost? It's oh man, has it you've heard of ghosts? Is it Rhymestein? How <laughs> no you've heard of those groups? They Rhymestein has a song that's got Duhas. Oh wow no. Okay. Um so I I don't know which is which, so let, let me try to figure it out real quick. It's under the worldwide section under Apple Music. Oh fun. And it's called uh the band is called uh Wardruna. Okay. And, uh, the name of the album is like 
Kivitraven. Ah. Uh-huh. That's the best. That Kivitraven is the best way of thing that I could come up with. Look at this. Oh. But it's all like it's it's like folk black metal, is essentially what it boils down to. But these are the song titles. Uh, they're pro- they could possibly be really racist, and I don't know. We don't the know. music is cool. <laughs> um. So I wanted. To, I actually wanted. So this is a part in the podcast where we go through our our uh, Twitter, feed. Twitter feed. Yeah. And we find uh, a random tweet. Don't do that. I, I, I stopped myself. <laughs> we find a random tweet and we say it. Um. But this this time I'm gonna do two. I don't. Um. Because. Yeah. Because the the first one that I'm gonna do is from Gina, and I'm very very sorry, but uh, also f- f- fuck the NFL. Um, she says I accidentally. Hold got- on, hold on, hold on. Stop. What? I feel like you shouldn't read this. What? Because it's concerning a job and something that might not need to be on the internet from us. We should not be involved in what is said here. What? I just pick another one. It also, could be another one hers. I don't care. But just another Also, one. fuck the NFL. Um, sure, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, fuck the NFL. Uh, this is uh, from Crystal, uh, and it says, realizing that you've been raised by narcissists and emotional manipulators is crazy uncomfortable. Scarier still, you see those traits in yourself because it's what you've been groomed to be. Mm-hmm. In short, accountability is hard, and I can't wait to go back to therapy. I recognize that. Good job, Crystal. That's a, that's a podcast. That's the podcast. Hey, look at that. Here's the thing, they've cheated because if one of them is black and the other one is white, if you don't like them, you're automatically racist. 